This is a homebrew podcast. All right, Roscar, uh, take take a left here. I think we gotta we gotta get around this barricade. I'm, I'm I know how to drive. I'm just trying to help. I'm not gonna have Spoogle maps for a whole lot longer. Wait, you can Spoogle which way is already blocked off now. Not just tell me what's going on. People are live streaming it. Hey, hey guys, it's me, Mini Grundlebot. Remember? Oh God, no! I forgot you were here. Well, what's up, Mini Grundlebot? What? Is, what is that? It's the. It's our tiny portable chef. Yeah. Uh, you guys gotta do me a huge favor and uh, go pick up our newest crewmate, Tracy Martin. Why? I don't know if now's the best time. No, it's super important. We gotta do it now. I mean, it's like the end of the world. If not now, when? Well, I do have a point. Well, maybe they can just meet us at first landing. Grundle, uh, Grosgar, take a right here. I'm not gonna take a left up here. No, that's that's gonna get us into like a dead end, Grundle. I, no, I don't, I don't know. Going if, to Tracy Martin. I don't know if going to Tracy Martin's is really a good idea. It's it's things are happening right now. If you haven't noticed, I did notice. Who's Tracy Martin? I'm literally in the middle of surgery. Can we just go? Uh, I don't even know where I'm going now. Not taking it right. All right. What, 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 here. what is so important is about Tracy. Tracy Martin? They have a very rare and exotic cheese that I need for, for going on a long and extended trip. I need this. Are you serious? Big Grundlebot's going to be pissed if we don't bring it back. We just went out of our way for cheese. Uh, it was on the way. I mean... It's the, we were supposed to take a left and we took a right. That's the opposite of on the way. Well, technically, we took a left and then a right. Yeah, it was on the way. Welcome to the crew, <laughs> Tracy Martin. Thanks for the exotic rare cheeses. Welcome back to the homebrew. It's Cyberpunk Red. This is episode 29 of Campaign 2, Retrograde Infinitum. Our little interlude turned into a full mini campaign, and we are officially at the end of the beginning of campaign three. Some housekeeping real quick. We are pre-recording the end of campaign two as a super session later this week, and we'll be off for about six weeks, uh, six to eight weeks preparing for campaign three after this, and we'll be making some cast announcements and introduce some parts of the campaign at a later date, so make sure you're in the Discord discord.gg slash the homebrew podcast and you won't miss a thing uh also if this show has brought you any enjoyment or you're able i would urge you to check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash the homebrew and you can support the show for as little as two dollars and get access to all sorts of art content and even our show about the show liam and tiny chat but for now i'm grant milky proud to be gming such a wonderful group of individuals my edge runners Medtech Andy Hatfield, Sapphire Hayes failing the most important surgeries every single session. Rocker boy Cody Smith, roll yourself go ready to blast off onto space. <laughs> Fixer Emily Folger, CC Wren one arm down, which would make an awesome band name. <laughs> Nomad John Cayley, Roscar. I should have just stayed at home with the parents. Why did I like cars? And Netrunner, Mike Kennel. Grinner, oh, don't leave me, Spoogle. <laughs> Previously on the homebrew, the group got out of the first landing area and away from the zombie outbreak, Valencia, the aspect of the interloper, 
the Withered Man, and the Dream. They got to Hawk's Landing to ensure everyone was safe and hatched a plan. A plan just crazy enough that it just might work. Using the Hermit's Technomancy to bring the first original first landing ship back to life and get everyone who has survived on board and launch into space to await rescue. So they headed off to Rust and Thunder and talked not only Tom and Dale into their plan, but a large number of the Elven Quarter pitched in and headed off to Hawk's Landing to prep for their journey back into the war zone around First Landing. Crew, this is where we pick up. And just as in the last episode, the decision remains, where to? So are we heading straight to First Landing or are we going back to Hawk's Landing first? I mean, the thought was to go to... First landing, see if we can even get the ship going, and then go send a message back to Hawk's Landing. There's no reason going there just to report we don't know. Yeah, we gotta, we, we have to figure out if the ship can go. There's no point in moving all the people to the ship if the ship doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Sounds logical. It also gives them more time to gather at Hawk's Landing if there's any stragglers still out in the city who heard the call. All right, well, let's get going. I just hope that for some reason there's no random raccoons that throw grenades at everybody. Oh, I certainly hope not. Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. Why would you put that out into the universe? Okay, so um, you head off in Rhonda towards first landing. Tom is in the car with you, and the dealer and the rest of the elves are heading to Hawk's Landing, which is where you had everyone rally. Mm Mm-hmm. As you are driving, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, dipping and, you know, going in alleyways and all sorts of, you know, trying to, I imagine, for the most part, avoiding, like, large groups of people. Give me, Roscar, a drive land vehicles check all as right. we start to navigate our way through here. Let's get some dice rolling. The dice in the dice game. <laughs> Oof. Oh, no. I mean, it's still a 15. Oof. But yeah. It is still a 15. That's wild that your botch minus seven is a 15. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, something I've been meaning to ask was was Roscar the one who moved Rhonda that time? Sure. It would make sense. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it would kind of make sense. Because whoever that was was a really good driver. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they like. I remember now they like got, they like. Peeled out and like got the really, you're right. I forgot that was like a double crit or something. Yeah, we'll say it was Raskar. That was pretty cool. You really know your way around the car, Raskar. Oh, I've driven it before. <laughs> That's why I knew she was called Rhonda. All right, whoever is feeling lucky, give me a d6. <sighs> Not it. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do the next one. <laughs> a one. To our enthusiasm. <laughs> well, maybe one was the good end. So as you kind of come up to, you see like there's a lot of like fighting down the road and Roscar kind of like turns into an alleyway and kind of like goes to bypass it. Just as you're about to pull out of an alleyway, you see a group of about seven figures who are wielding these just massive like cannons. Uh, So these are, as you kind of, I imagine, you know, you don't like run them over or anything, but as you kind of like peek out of this alleyway here, you see this group of what look to be like frogs and you've seen this on the live stream i believe grinner yeah they're they're frogs 
and they're in this like platinum power armor. Their head is for the most part uncovered, but it does, this power armor brings them up to the point where they're about six feet tall. Jeez. Even though the figures inside of the armor look like they're maybe three or four feet tall. So it's smaller creatures inside this like big beefy and it's like this beautiful, even though it's like covered in like gore and blood and guts from the fighting, you see that it's just this, like beautiful gleaming platinum power armor and they have these big laser cannons and they seem to be marching down the road here and then you see some shadows overhead just whoosh, 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 and three vampires land and the frogs immediately open fire on them and laser fire just starts shooting across the road here as the vampires like try and dip and dodge into shadows as some fighting starts here. This is the oh. weirdest hallucination I think I've ever had. Those guys are so fucking cool. Are those frogs? Alien frogs. Wait, am I not hallucinating that? No, no, no. Cece, there's a real... <sighs> I told Cat not to feed the people to the frogs, and now look at what we got. They look like what I always imagined I look like when I'm net running. That's how you picture yourself? Do you look like a frog? As you say that, Grinner, one of the frogs, a vampire, like, comes up and, like, cleaves his weapon in half. The laser gun falls to the ground, and, like, in this really quick motion this frog pulls an energy sword and it comes to light <laughs> and just decapitates one of these vampires. His head goes flying up into the air. That's so cool. I think we should avoid that. Yeah. Can we make friends? They, they kind of look like they're busy. I don't really want to test it. Well, it says on Spoogle, frogs are helping people. I mean, uh, do you just want to wait till they're done? Oh, I say we just use this as an excuse to leave. <laughs> as you're having this discussion, one of the other vampires gets up on behind one of the frog's power armor and then just like starts tearing one of these frogs apart from behind. He's like up on the Shit. shoulders, clawing oh, him apart. I guess that's help. Blood starts to spurt up into the, into the, the air. Power armor falls to the ground. I think we should help the frogs. It's up to you guys. I can stop right here. We're not really going very fast at the moment. Stop. Stop. All right. They're helping people. All right. Prosper will stop Rhonda okay. in this fight. Take some pot shots out the window. So you guys just pull up, roll down the windows, and just like drive by these vampires? Yep. <laughs> so um, this fighting starts. One of the vampires has fallen. One of the grung has fallen. They're like kind of locked into combat. And then you pull up Rhonda. And just as the one of the frogs, he's holding up this laser cannon. And he's, trying, he's shooting like into the shadows as a vampire kind of like flies and like wall kicks up off the wall. One is coming up behind him, has just his fangs completely bared. You roll down the windows and just all of you, even fucking Tom has a pistol on <laughs> You all just like, just tear this vampire apart. The grung turns around, like somehow winks at you, like just real quick, gives you just a ding. And then just blast this thing with this laser rifle straight through the chest. And as it falls to the ground in front of him, pulls out another one of these energy swords and just with a sweep takes its head off. Are they misting or is it? Decapitating does not kill them. Uh, he he looks at you. He nods. He's like, oh, oh I, I absolutely know that, but I can stop him for a little bit. And he turns around and starts shooting at the other one. Eventually, they take the other one down. Uh, two of the grung fall, there's five left, and then they start to kind of wipe off their armor. 
and then you see the grung like there's like a steam like pops out plods down on the ground and seems to pull these two uh, wooden stakes from a pack or on like a, a satchel and drives one into the first vampire and it immediately just like not missed but turns to dust and he he tosses a stake to one of the other uh, frogs and they do the same with the other vampires and they are just just they just turn to dust in front of your eyes well those stakes are better than your steak I was I mean, are those special stakes? Because, I mean, I heard you guys, it was a or baseball st- bat. Or maybe you're supposed to cut off the head first and then stake. He twirls it around in his hand. Uh, special stakes. Absolutely special stakes. You want one? Yes. yes. All right. He uh, flips open his satchel and he just tosses you one of them. Whoever catches it. Everybody reflex check. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Everyone reflex. jumps for it. Everyone jumps for it. Um, who who does catch it though? I want to know who's has it on their person. Mm. I'll take it because nobody's claiming it. <laughs> I mean, I- <laughs> no one wants the responsibility. <laughs> Sapphire carved onto this stake is a tree, a kind of massive root. It's fully circular because the roots kind of splay out underneath it in the same way that the the branches and the leaves splay out on the top. And he's like, special stake. Hey, uh, thanks for your help. Really appreciate that. Where y'all headed? Who are you guys? He kind of stands up straight and just gives you the smallest little nod. And he says, uh, my name's Slip with the Grung Empire. We're here to help. Help with what exactly is going on? Uh, seems to me like you have a little bit of a vampire problem. <laughs> he la- they all kind of like chuckle and laugh. And a few of them kind of like are pointing their rifles down the alleyway. Right. You guys like... Exterminators or something? Uh, you know, so to speak, rightful rulers of the universe. Vampires kind of get in the way of that. Oh, universe rulers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You haven't heard of us. Grung Empire. I forgot you guys are new. Sapphire's just (laughs) going to stare at Tom. (laughs) Tom's like, I've never heard of these. (laughs) What are you looking at me for? I wouldn't say we're new, but. Well, uh, thank you for your help, uh, Space Frogs. Much appreciated. Well, why don't we get you guys somewhere safe, huh? Well, uh, we've got some business to attend to. Uh, we're heading to First Landing. I mean, if you guys wouldn't mind escorting us, I don't know if you're headed somewhere else, but we're, if we're heading the same way, we could travel together. Uh, they kind of look at each other. Where, where are you headed exactly? I will point in the general direction <laughs> we're headed. Big old ship, middle of town. Unfortunately, we're supposed to clear out this quarter. Make sure that everyone who's heading east into safety has a clear route. So we're going opposite directions, unfortunately. And we really don't need civilian help in this matter. Uh, you, you did a great job back there, but not necessarily equipped to take on any of the big vamps. You know what I mean? Oh, these were little vamps? There's bigger we've, ones? We've killed a couple. It's like, ah, ah, I believe it. Uh, well, I... Well, it's great meeting, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, not what, here to what, tell you what, what to do. What is east that's so safe? We are setting up civilians in an exit strategy off the east near the uh, the weird trees you guys have going on. Big giant mushrooms. You seen those? Yep. Yep. Shroom forest. Well, the only working spaceships in the universe are Grung Empire spaceships. And so if you want to get anywhere that's worth going, you're going to want to head down that way. The universe? Yeah. What happened to the rest of them? That's a long, 
long story I would love to tell you if you get to safety. All right. Well, I think it's time we get moseying <laughs> on, uh, hitting the old dusty trail. He nods and he's like, keep that handy. He points to the stake. If, if I joined the Grung Empire, do I get power armor? No. Damn. Unfortunately, do not trust civilians with weapons of war like this. What are you going to do with that one? He's going to point to the dead Grung in it. Uh, assume it will be recovered and repurposed. All right. Very nice. But what if somebody takes it in the meantime? <laughs> he kind of at you. What are you suggesting? I'm just saying you shouldn't leave it there. You said civilians shouldn't have. We're not planning on leaving it here. You said you were leaving. Yeah, we are. Anytime now. (laughs) All right, nice meeting you. Thanks. Good luck in the apocalypse. Hey, do you know what that crazy moon with the eyes is? He looks up. He's like, that's some weird shit, is what that is. Uh,. Haven't seen anything like that before, I cannot say. We came here because we thought it was going to be an ace in the hole. Uh, Heard you have some anti-magical properties on this here moon, and there was a high-value target here. We we, we did. Yeah. Who's your high-value target? That's classified. Right. I mean, we're locals. We might be able to point you in the right direction. We know a lot of shit. I mean, we've run into a lot of not-local locals. He shrugs. He said, you said you're going west? Yeah. Right, right. Well, you're probably going to die anyways. No offense. But one of the leaders of the vampires. So as of right now, Grung Empire vampires seem to be the only people that can traverse the universe at scale. Vampires seem to be contesting our you know, rightful place as rulers of the universe. Of course. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And one of their leaders, a fellow by the name of uh, Bellaton. Maybe you've heard of him. Bellabites. Oh, yeah. We know him. Yeah. Well, he has this nasty habit of teleporting different places, which can be pretty hard to lock him down. And we heard this here moon had a way of interfering with that. I see. So do you have any valuable intelligence as to the whereabouts of this man? I think my ex's wife works for him. Do tell. Where's your ex's wife work? What are you going to do to them? Stake every last one of them. All right. Uh, they're, they're west. So you should come with us. I will pass along the intelligence. We have to follow our orders, unfortunately. Fair like if, if he was a hard target thing, you wouldn't just be like, eh, we'll pass it along. That's how the military works. We cannot just abandon our post and head west. Trust me, not the first planet we've conquered. Hey, see, I don't like oh. this kind of language. That's Maybe uh, the weirdest. He looks up at the moon. Are the zombies always a thing? Is that is that normal? Normal yeah, zombies? The, well, well uh, we thought we had it under control. It's been we've dealt with them before, but it's yeah, it's been a minute. New as of today, this new iteration. All right. Well, yeah, go, go west, look into Titan. Titan, okay. Just don't murder children, please. We, uh, all right. All right, that's it. Yeah, and they they kind of, um, you know, finish securing the area. They get their, their dead, you know, loaded up, and they head off towards the um, northeast. Sorry, Grinner, I was really hoping they'd leave that suit behind. <laughs> someday, someday. All right, let's get the old. Uh, that was real bad. Highway to hell. Yeah, let's just keep moving. Roscar's gonna put the car in drive and start like <laughs> going. Yeah. So when did we kill a, a vampire? I remember the one we were supposed to burn that got away, but we didn't kill one. I mean, well, we kind of they, they kind of blew themselves up, but I counted a yeah. win for us. 
Yeah, we were there. We we roughed them up before they did that. Are we sure it should be mist away? No. Well, I didn't see any mist, but you know, there's a lot well, of blood mist. mist. If it hasn't come back, I assumed it would want its sword, and I still have its sword. So, oh, we we a fought a vampire bunny, by the way. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I, before my time, apparently. Oh yeah. yeah. To the ship. <laughs> As you continue driving, essentially, for the most part, the configurations of fighting that you see are zombies fighting civilians, frogs fighting zombies, frogs fighting vampires, vampires fighting frogs, and zombies. So it's kind of like a three-way chaos going on right now. And for the most part, the vampires and the frogs, you can discern as you're driving. I mean, it's a couple-hour drive. So like the vampires and the frogs are trying to defend civ- civilians for the most part. The vampires are trying to defend civilians? Yes. Oh. They claim that in the, the alley. They did yeah. tell us to go to safety. Yeah, but someone's raiding your fridge. Wouldn't you do the same thing? They're stealing all my cookies. Right. My cookies. And you continue a little bit ways down the road. So I would say about the time that you're getting near, you know, your turn to head onto Main Street, you see a group of zombies fighting, uh, you know, kind of roaming, trying to like claw some civilians who are kind of like fighting retreat. And then all at once, all the zombies just stop and stand perfectly up straight. Oh, I hate that. And the people kind of like back away a little bit confused and then turn around and run. Zombies are all just standing there. You're driving for a while and you drive by groups of zombies that seem to just be standing, staring off into space. And then as quickly as they kind of stopped being feral, they all turn and sprint like Tom Cruise full sprint starts running west in the direction of first landing. Oh, shoot. This is going to be fun. Oh, great. And as you kind of like make a turn, you know, you kind of like crest up over a hill and you see off in the distance through the alleyways, you just see a ton of movement. There's just thousands of these zombies that seem to be running like full bore towards first landing. What's the bet they're, they're heading toward Titan to try and, I mean, what if what if that one guy's controlling them still trying to get that last key? That's, that's probably where Felon is, right? Probably. Hopefully they're just gonna bypass first landing. At least it should be easier now, right? Because we're all going in the same direction. Swimming same direction, not upstream. <laughs> this is going to be bad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's get some rolls here. <laughs> so cell service is out. Internet has a little bit left and utilities have a little bit left. Someone feeling lucky, roll a d20 and don't roll higher than a 13 or Spoogle will go out. Oh. Your turn, I Cody. Said I, had to roll the I think that was—I was about to say, Cody. You said it. <laughs> Here it goes. Nine. Nine. Four hours left. It sounds like. <laughs> and someone give me a d20 for the um, like utilities, like electricity and stuff. I'll roll. How bad can it go? Seven. Nice. I don't know how much was left. <laughs> can we email on the internet, or was is that? Cell service. Is there any way to communicate Depends with... Depends on the age of person that you're emailing, whether or not they would have an email. <laughs> Fair. I'm now trying to think if Lumi or Olven would have an email. Probably not. No. Okay. Kellen might. That's Kellen, true. absolutely. It's like at AOL, too. I'm gonna email her then. If you don't hear from us, head east 
frog people are good and have an exit strategy. Okay, bye. Stay alive. With regards. With regards, Cece. You, like, privately texted that, right? I mean, I would have told you guys, like, hey, I'm going to send a message to Kellen. I see. Well, Roger would be like, it, the frog people are highly suspicious now after interacting with them a single time. I mean, they, they, have... t- they took over multiple planets and they're empress of the universe. Would you rather we stay here? They said they conquer planets, they're supreme rightful rulers of the universe. But look how cool they are. <sighs> it's highly problematic. I mean, people thought Dan Peter looked cool and we kind of just let them kill him. Are we just going to be enslaved either way? Right. I kind of feel, I feel like this is a lose-lose situation. This is a lose-lose, it turns out, mates. It's at least an option and not becoming zombies. It's the only exit strategy we have if first landing doesn't work. First landing. Frankly, first landing absolutely has to work now. I mean, I sure hope so, but I want them to have a backup plan. She can make the choice on whether or not. I'll include here, frogs are helping people, but might be sus. How about that? I ain't getting on no frog ship. Give me a dexterity, just a straight dexterity check, Cece. Oh, boy. (laughs) Trying to roll below? Just roll the dice. <laughs> just roll the dice. Just roll the dice and that's six. I just wanted to total. see how you did writing an email in a car with one hand for the first time. How many typos? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. It's pretty good though. Relying heavily on autocorrect. Like, no, damn it. No, don't no, not duck. Swipe texting. Yeah. Um should okay. have just used the speech to text. As you continue down um, Main Street, you see so this is like the first landing plaza, not the actual ship. So this is like in the shadow of the actual ship is the plaza where all of this occurred and where where you left Valencia. Outside of that plaza in a you know rather large open area. So we're talking on the map here in between first landing, Sentinel Security, uh, the hospital. That So this rather large area where the first AI buildings were constructed. There's a huge open area, and you see, you, you would guess probably millions from far away of these creatures that are hoarding around this area outside of First Landing. Aggressively, or are they just kind of standing there for it now? It seems like they run, you're watching people sprint. They're like sprinting by you even as you, you know, if you were to slow the car. They're completely disinterested with anything except getting to this spot. And then they get there, and they just stop. They stand perfectly still, hands by their sides, looking forward at something. You're still pretty far away, you know what I mean? You have kind of like a, an angle on this to where you can kind of see over, but there's a massive horde of zombies that seem to be gathered in this space here. Man, I hate that. That is awful. Hey, uh, Grinna or someone, do you want to... I don't know that I can pilot the Observer drone with one hand. Does someone else want to take it? Oh, sure, sure. Then you can get a visual above if you want. Yeah, I'll fly the drone out and see if we can see what they're all gathering around. Though I have a feeling I know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's old man withers. <laughs> yeah, as you likely suspect at the center, um, standing up on what seems to be like a platform of some sort, there are, like I said, you can barely even count. There's so many, but I mean, likely millions of zombies that are standing around uh, Valencia. And the withered, grizzled old man and the dream are at the center of it. 
does it look like we would have a path to get to first landing itself? If you approached from like the other side, like if you went around, maybe like you could get to the ship. The ship is over. You know what I mean? The ship is yeah. uh, sh- overshadowing this scene, but they're not spread out so far as to like be spilled around all sides of it. Relay that to Roscoe. I'll draw the I'll draw the horde here. Wait, I'll, I'll drive when I got to go. So I mean, we're talking, you know, a couple miles, shoulder to shoulder, packed with people here. Okay, I, I definitely don't have enough explosives to take out all of them. No, I think we should just avoid them. I'm I'm agreeing. Just like I'm just plow saying, with the I car. do not. I mean, I could plow through them. I mean, I feel like that would take just as much time as going up and around, though. You absolutely have no thought that you could plow through that many. <laughs> I didn't say I would make it through. I said I could plow through them. I'd just probably stop somewhere, God. <laughs> I mean, we're already here. I also don't really want to piss off Valencia and her other the new friend in the dream. Yeah, let's I'd rather not just kind of let them do their thing. Well, I mean, I to go all conspiracy mode, but can't they? I mean, isn't the dream with us right now? I mean, yeah, so I don't want to piss him off even more. I passed this conversation, yeah? Can we, like, summon him? Oh, summon <laughs> the dream! <laughs> a busy signal. <laughs> yeah, it was worth a try. Guess, I guess we just tried to go around. Up and around. So you're going around, like, north and then west and then south is the route? Yeah, I'm thinking, like, up almost by Mother Marion's hospital and then cut down from there to first landing. I have you placed about here right now. Okay. Heading from Rust and Thunder, and you're trying to get to the ship here. Maybe we should go around south so that if we can't get around, we're at least on the right side of things. Yeah, so reverse that going still past Mother Marion's hospital, but going down and around kind of thing. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, it was what I was thinking, staying on the eastern side. Yeah. I got a bad feeling about that place. (laughs) Weird heebie-jeebies. So as you um, start to drive around, getting off Main Street and taking some back roads, you start to head south. All of you get this, like, incredible, unsettling feeling for a moment. Uh, Anyone who has... You know, hairs on the back of their neck. Do Goblin have hairs on the back of their neck? Oh, surely. Sapphire definitely does. Um, You know, it's just like this this very brief sinking feeling, and then everything goes dark. What do you mean by that? Everything goes dark. You are floating around in nothing but blackness in this moment. And you see, after a little bit of nothingness, you start to see this, like, blur of color and particles around you. And the blur of colors starts to just like very slowly clear come into focus and then you're not floating in this nothingness anymore you are standing underneath Valencia she's towering over you she's completely covered in gore and blood her sword is at her back and she's got her long blonde hair still somehow like flowing beautifully behind her you realize you're seeing through someone else's eyes his eyes look down very briefly, and you see you have a red ball in your hands. You look around, you're surrounded by millions of lifeless zombies, a mix of the meatless and skinless, just clean skeletons, and the zombies. Uh, some of them are already, like, mutilated and bloody from the fighting. There's body parts hanging off, missing limbs, like faces disfigured. And they stand and stare silently. 
beholding Valencia. You watch the withered man drag his thin, bone-thin body covered in chains a little bit closer to Valencia's side. Valencia draws her sword, holds this massive great sword with just one hand, almost effortlessly. And with her left hand, she reaches towards the withered man. Then from the horde of zombies, you look out and these purple threads of energy begin to rise from them, twirling and spinning and weaving into one another. All of them, millions of these threads forming this giant weave of energy that starts to twirl and head towards the withered man. The withered man channels this purple energy into Valencia's hand. Valencia raises Nyx, her arm fully outstretched, shouts with effort, and a beam of purple energy shoots out of Nyx into the sky. Pulses until it collides with something, an unseen veil in the atmosphere, and it sparks and it crackles. Valencia continues to strain. Nyx begins to pant, and zombies all around you begin to explode and shed their meat sack. This goes on, and pulses of energy ripple through the beam and surge, and then the sky begins to fracture. Like broken glass, a thousand of small fractures shoot out from where the beam is colliding. A crack begins to form, and it widens further and further. Through the crack, you almost can't look for too long. You have to avert your eyes. There is the most strange, only way to describe it is a pale fog behind this crack. It seems like you cannot behold it for very long. She continues to pulse this energy into this crack in the sky. After a moment, the beam breaks. Valencia is thrown to the ground. The last thing you see through the eyes of the dream, the withered man looks down at Valencia and speaks the first word he's spoken in thousands of years. More. Then you all awaken. I need everyone to roll 1d6. I'm not more... I don't know if I'm more shocked by the thing I just witnessed or having hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's a two for Sapphire. One for Cece. A four for Roscar. I got a six. That's the amount of damage that you take. Humanity or just hit points? Hit points. Okay. Anyone who rolled a one or a six also has the whiplash critical injury. Jeez. Rhonda is crashed into the side of a building right now and there is a telephone pole that has fallen on top of the car. Uh, Smoke is rising from the hood of the car. Rhonda has a combat plow. Ooh. So we don't mechanically I wouldn't we wouldn't get whiplash from an accident inside Rhonda. Let me even if you run into like a fucking wall. Yep. That is why one of the first (laughs) add-ons was a combat plow. (laughs) But whatever I Damn. hit does take 6d6 damage, <laughs> plus 2d6 extra damage if I HP use NOS. Here. Hold on, hold on. Oh, let's I see think if... we still take damage. I think the... Yeah, yeah we just don't let's have see if... the whiplash. Let's see here. The vehicle Pippin doesn't take damage you. and nobody inside suffers the whiplash critical injury. Say it again. When you ram something with the front of your vehicle, your vehicle doesn't take damage and nobody inside suffers from the whiplash critical injury. All right, I will spare you the whiplash, but go ahead and take your damage. I'm happy with it. I mean, yeah, I'll take it. Better than nothing. Although I will say that was a third of my remaining health. Yeah, I forgot how hurt we all are. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I was on a roof. Sure. 
Can you hook me up with a speedy? What is that? What are those all about? What's up with that? I mean, I can. It's getting pretty dire. I, I, I only have two. Well, I mean, when? If not now, when? When you're a little bit more hurt. What does it do? What does it do? Does it give me a four heal? No. What does it do? Mechanically. <laughs> uh, it heals uh, your will plus your body. But you can use it once and then we're done. Hmm. I don't know. Who's the lowest? Who looks the most beat up? Let me look. Cece stares you all dead in the eyes <laughs> as she looks down at her arm and then backs to you. I don't think that's going to speed heal. <laughs> well, there's two of them, right? You want to make two arm jokes right now, Roger? Oh, are you talk- oh you're talking about the two speed heals. Uh, Never mind. Okay. I mean, I could use them now, but we're just going to be out of them. I uh, Don't use one on me right now. Wait. I'm hurting bad, but I'd rather at least see if we can even get to the ship. As you, you know, anyone who were to look up into the sky, that the crack in the sky is indeed there. And you look around and right. civilians around you are picking themselves up off the ground like they've just collapsed. And all of you just shared this vision. And you would imagine just based on how it seems everyone around you is kind of like waking up right now that they likely had that same vision as well. Well, fuck. You know, maybe I'll just use it now because I think we're all going to die anyways. That makes me feel great. Okay. I, I do not plan on dying. I will give who, Roger and Cece. I'll give my two speed heals. You both heal your body plus your will. Body plus will. Thanks. That's ten. It's eleven. That for puts me. me back up to like half. Yeah. That it definitely helps. I don't know helps. where everyone else was, but I was pretty low. Yeah. Roscar was about to be like, I have one HP. <laughs> I I was not missing one HP before this accident. Grinner, how are you looking? Uh, a little under half. Grinna dies at two passes full. Well, why, Grinna, you should take it. You have more use than I do at this point. I'm not oh, really going to be talking us geez, out of situations. I d- I, look, it's just, it's the reality of the situation, okay? Take it. Okay, if you're sure. I am. So are we just going to walk? This thing can't fucking drive still. I mean, is Ronda busted? Can we, like, back up? There's a pole on top of it. Yeah, I mean, you could you could get it out with a little bit of time if you if you're willing to spend a little bit of time uh, getting the pole moved and you know helping push and get it unembedded from the wall that you've run into. Hmm. I mean, we should do it now while people are still kind of waking up. If we're doing it, it's, pro- it's probably worth it. It's, it's yeah. worth it to have the car. Yeah. I, all right. Well, let's get her out. One, two, three, push. One, two, <laughs> three, push. Why doesn't uh, why don't everyone give me a body check? And if more than half of you roll under your body, then we'll say it's a it's about a fifteen minute quick job. Oh boy, I rolled my body score. So I, I rolled under. Roll under. I rolled under. Ha! I botched. Huzzah! It's all on in a you, good way. Roger. Uh, I bring. <laughs> That's because Roger's just standing on the side yelling push without actually helping. (laughs) (sighs) That's so sad. It's the best body roll I've ever rolled in my life. And it's for a reverse roll. 
I like how plus 19 is a 24 for you. That makes me laugh a little bit. I'm lean. You know, I've got that lean look. About 15 minutes in, you guys think, you know, you're starting to pick stuff up. The tires are, like, kind of embedded in a strange way that makes it hard to get, like, leverage. And the car can't get, like, its wheel. Rhonda can't get all its wheels on the ground in order to, like, pull itself out. You think it's probably going to take another 15 minutes if you keep going at it. I mean, we're going to keep going at it. I mean, we've oh, already sunk 15 minutes into doing yeah. this. Right, lost, okay. lost, uh, sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> yeah, right. As oh, you spend the rest of this time doing this, you see another beam of purple energy shoot oh, shit. into the sky. Shit. Don't look at it. It pulses. The crack begins to widen. Just these little whiffs of fog seems to like escape from it and then get sucked right back up into it. And you hear just the most terrible sound echoing through the alleyways here of popping. Just like someone stepping on like the equivalent of like meat bubble wrap in the distance. (laughs) And then after a moment, the beam stops again. Push harder. Yep. Let's push. Yeah, right. Push. Let's get moving. I don't know to be more concerned about the vampires, the frogs, or the exploding people with the purple All of the above. All of it. Yeah. All of it. The sooner we get out of here, the better. Is it? The list is too long. Okay. So the car is free, and you're able to uh, traverse safely. Are you still heading to first landing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. You pull up kind of around the back. At this point, any civilians have cleared this area. And all of these zombies are partaking in whatever ritual is occurring on the other side of this building. So you're pretty free and clear. Before you is a giant, it looks like a giant metal tube. It is a massive spaceship that has embedded face first into the planet. And then over time, you know, it's been like paved around. There's like grass growing around it and stuff like that. And then on the top of it are these, you know, massive thrusters. And Tom just kind of like looks it up and down like, I, I haven't seen this in a long time. Uh, let's see if we can get inside, huh? Yeah. Huh? This is, this is pretty crazy. Just crazy enough to work. Just frogs and mech suits and exploding people and purple beams. It's also just a pretty crazy situation. So crazy is what we need right now. And breaking sky. Did you guys see that? I was like, I had like a yeah, vision. I saw that. I did see yeah. it. I had it was hands. fucking nuts. It's a little weird we didn't address that. I uh, just wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy. I mean, we got limited brain space what, what, to rationalize things anymore. So we just roll with it. You know, what, what do you say? I don't know. Why did you make me leave my apartment in the quarantine zone? I guess would be my first question. Do you think it would be better? Ah. Uh, it, it was better, yeah. Do you think you wouldn't have been affected? I mean, look at all the zombies. You think they wouldn't go there and start harvesting zombies from there as well? Look, I, I mean, I'm fine. It, what's done is done. I just, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. So, uh, I guess here's our first problem. Uh, you guys are like parked and up by the, up by the <laughs> spaceship here. Yeah. Um, and he kind of runs his hands over it and he's like, cool. so problem number one, this was uh, meant to transport, you know, like billions of nanites. So I'm sure there's, like, a way for humanoids, like, in to, like, build it and maintenance it and stuff. But fuck if I know where it is. So. You'll find it. Thanks. I guess my question is, is, like, I can make us a path 
or we can go looking for a way in. But like, I can make there be a door here. I just don't. I mean, is that gonna risk using your? I don't know how magic works. Do you have like a yeah. limited supply of it? That's kind of why I'm asking. Uh, I, I I don't have an unlimited supply of it. That's for sure. I mean, we can try and do a quick scan. Grinna, can you like take the drone around or something? I don't even know what we'd be looking for. Some kind of Search door maintenance hatch. Yeah. Am I the only one concerned with the fact that he's just making a door, whether it's space worthy? Well, I can undo that also. That would yeah. take more than magic. I, sh- I, I don't know if I'm more terrified about that prospect. Let's look for a door. Yeah. You realize you're a fish in a body, right? And you're talking to me right now? And I just had hands. <laughs> All right. Just want to clear the air there. No offense to any fishes. Apologies to the last puppy. I'm, what are I'm you saying? I'm going to go look for a door. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> what are you guys doing? I'm sorry. I didn't quite catch it. I'm going to go look for a door. Why well, they're fly talking the drone about fish. Around and okay, fly, so fly, fly the, the drone. drone around and look for an access hatch. Okay, so question one is how long are you willing to spend doing this? Well, how long is it going to take? <laughs> is this a quick scan, or are you willing to invest 15 minutes? I think Grinner's willing to invest a little bit of time. Oh, yeah, I would definitely invest at least 15 minutes. Okay, yeah. so Sapphire, give me... Well, both of you give me a perception check. This is a large object, so it's not like a... You know what I mean? It's going to take some take some looking. Can I use Conceal Reveal Object instead? Yeah, sure. Ooh, I like that. good call. Yeah, I'm going to throw some luck in here. 14. That's a 21. Nice. 21. Sapphire, you see a maintenance hatch probably about 50 feet in the air on the, like, southeast side of this thing. You're able to follow, like, the plates all the way up, and then you see what looks like a what looks like an entrance. Guys, I found the door. And is it accessible? Ah, uh, define accessible. I mean, can we get to it? Sure. Okay, that sounds very confident, Seth. I mean, it's it's up there. Ah, okay. We can't get up there. It's it wouldn't be an impossible climb by any stretch. With one arm. Okay. Maybe for <laughs> one of you, it would be an impossible. <laughs> I mean, I have some rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh, if you guys have oh, lots of tape. Oh. Why do you have rope on you? What do you mean, why do I have rope on me? Oh, I don't have any rope. Why don't you have any rope? I, I don't know. I feel like that's a key survival tool. With all we've been through, you don't have any rope. Mm, no, I don't. I have this video camera I picked up. <laughs> F- found footage zombie horror movie by Roger Sacco. <laughs> that's helpful, Roger. All right, Tom, what next? Well... I don't have my my uh, my frame, so I guess we're just climbing it like normal. Uh, I should be able to unlock it. It's not going to be nearly as powerful magic to, to, to unlock a door as it would be like to make a, and unmake a path through metal. Let's go. Cool. You want Up me to just go. go in there? Are you guys coming with me? What's the all right? No, I'll go with you. Uh, I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you would just take care of it. All right. So Roger sure. stays on the ground. Me and Grinna go in. I mean, I'm gonna stay here unless someone drops a rope down, because I'm kind of useless uh, otherwise. No. Oh, get her a rope! I mean, right. like, go figure out what's going on first, the and then I'll... And then, yeah, he kind of turns around. He, like, you know, 
turns all the way to the left, turns all the way to the right. Like every single vertebrae in his spine cracks. And then he just, he just climbs up this thing, like grabbing all the different like metallic plates and just skitters up this thing. All right, let's go. So that's going to be, what is climbing? Is that wilderness survival? <laughs> There's endurance, endurance, contortionist, athletics. Athletics for sure. Yeah, athletics. Everyone give me an athletics check. Who is climbing? Well, I oh, don't no. get very far. That's a botch for a six. What are the uh, attempts to save people when they fall save? Well, first pass your athletics check. And if you pass it high enough, then maybe I'll let you help her right herself. Grinner got a 14. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> um, Sapphire, I think you fall about 20 feet and ah! take 1d6 of damage. Feels fitting. Two damage. And then I won't make you roll for the second attempt to get back up there. And then rope is thrown down to CC and... Um, CC, make an athletics check still, even with the rope, but just to Kay. make sure you don't like botch or anything. <laughs> just in case you do that. You had to put no. it out there. A botch for a zero. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you lose grip and you fall also, CC. Um, Guys, this is really embarrassing. 1d6 damage. Uh, Roger's recording <laughs> the whole thing with his camera. <laughs> Max took max damage. Six damage. She smacks her head pretty good. All right, well, I feel really bad about taking that quick heal now. <laughs> you should have waited. And then after you guys get settled, you're able to get CC up in the uh, in the ship as well. Maybe we'll make some sort of makeshift basket thing. We'll like throw an inflatable <laughs> mattress down, let her down, lay down on it, tie it up, and just pull her up. <laughs> Roscoe, I, was, I missed your athletics. I just realized. Oh, that I was gonna stay down there until like ever we got CC up, and then I was gonna climb up. Oh, you're climbing the rope. Okay. Well, climb the ship or the rope, whatever. Got it. A twelve. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, when Tom was up there, he cast some you know magic. The thing clicks, opens, hisses, slides off to the side. Everyone climbs in through the door, and then inside just seems to be just dark, completely empty you know, rails uh, that seem to go uh, across the ways here. There's like catwalks that go. Otherwise, it's a massive open, like circular object. And you see these just endless racks where you imagine that the nanites were launched from and they seem to be going through tubes that, tubes inside of tubes that run the length of the ship. Tom clicks on a flashlight and starts to look around. Everyone can give me a perception or conceal reveal to look for some type of like control panel or some type of computer. <laughs> nope, I hit oh, my head real hard. Perception. Max, max botch for me. I one. also hit my head real hard, but now I'm real focused. Uh, Preem for me for 26. Nice. I got a 20. Yep, 21 for Roscoe. So, CC, you are able to, you guys spend some time, um, this network of catwalks looking around, and you eventually do find uh, what appears to be a large control panel that slides out of one of these tubes that's running the length of the, of the ship. And, you know, there's a ton of controls. There's, like, three big screens on it, and it just kind of rotates out of the tube into a little, like, half-circle computer area. 
and Tom. Oh, good, good job, CC. Yeah, this, this, this looks like it. So, uh, what? He looks, he looks around the ship. He's like, what's the plan exactly? I mean, the the hope was you could like get it going, functioning again to the point that we could take people in oh, it and get off this death trap of a planet. Yeah, and he looks around. He's like, I'm. Don't know how many we're gonna be able to fit in here. Is all. It's not made for for people so much, but I guess some's better than none. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many do you think we could fit? Ah, uh, I mean, just look at the shape of it. I mean, it's a big fucking tube with tubes in it. So I mean, I imagine I get the thing righted. I don't. I don't know what are people. What are people doing? Are they hanging onto a tube? There's not I guess seats. We we didn't really think that far because none of us have been in here. I've never been on a ship before. I don't know. Do you need seatbelts? I didn't know what to expect. Uh, it's a ship that's like three miles long, so. <laughs> right. I have a crazy idea. How much of your magic do you need to get it flying? I I really don't know. Well, um, I've got like 3,000 tiny little machines. The entire purpose is to like create things and manufacture. And they came here on this spaceship, but they're like busted, mate. Think you can fix these? Oh, you're Danites? Yeah. He looks at you and then looks down and then looks at you. He's like, I mean, that's kind of fucking brilliant though, isn't it? <coughs> You had those this whole time, Roger? You all have nano. We all have nanites. Yes, yes. Oh, what our money is. Duh, I kind of forgot that that's what we use them for now. H- how much we got? Like, maybe we can get this thing some, like, stuff. I've got 2,912. I've got 3,037. I've got 3,042. I've got 4,329. Jesus Christ, Grinner. Damn, Grinner. I, I've got a uh, 470. <laughs> well, I mean, this 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 could work. I mean, we could go ransack and search the pockets of the flesh bubbles. We needed more. Yeah. Uh, seems like a task. Uh, time-consuming task. Oh, that's take true. A few weeks. Well, I guess. Or we could get everybody else here and just have them bring over their nanites. It's like 12,000. How much more do you think you need? Well, I, I, here, here's the question. Um, both, you know, bringing all these nanites back to life in a functional way, you know, and telling them what to do and stuff, hooking up, you know, I, I could do it. Uh, there's just, there's a chance of failure. And I guess, what do you, you want me to get the ship working first? Yeah, right. I'd say order of operations would be ship, right? Yeah. Right. yeah ship is top priority. Yeah. And then if I have anything left, we, we work on the on the little guys? Yeah. Yeah. T- Tom, can I help at all? Almost. <laughs> You're 99% there. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, let, let's 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 see what we got here. And he is going to you walk up to the panel. He's going to sit in front of it, cross-legged, and he's going to hold out his hands um, onto the panel. So the way that I devised this, everyone, was that we'd roll a percentile and that he has the ability to cast three major spells. So whether that's whatever that might be in relation to technology, that's what he's got. On a 1 to 50, it's a failure. 
on a 51 to 75, it's a partial success. Above a 75, it is, it is a success. On a 90 to 100, it does not expend its resource at all. Do you guys understand the stakes there? Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's a 50% chance it could completely fail. Yes. And I think he said that mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. earlier, too. <laughs> I think he said, mm-hmm. oh, about a 50% chance. Um, so go ahead and roll a D100 for his first attempt to bring this ship back to life. Yeesh. You all can decide who's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 99, do you want to give it I'll a try? I'll do it. I've rolled two botches in Mr. a row. I should not be given <laughs> That roll is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. 1D100. Fuck. Oof. 25. He leans back and he takes this deep breath. Um, the, the panel was like starting to light up, starting to whir. Little fans were starting to spin very loudly and whining. And he like jerks back from it. It's like, oh, this is a, this is a big girl. Oh, okay. That didn't work. I, I, I can go again. We, I think we have to. Yeah. I can go again. I just, I can't do this all day. I, we have to try. Give it one more try. He takes a deep breath. All right. <clears throat> you could tell it's like taking a toll on him. And he reaches his hands back out, and the little fans start to spin again. The monitors start to flicker. Am I rolling again? Is that what we're doing? Mm, I don't know. Or should I someone else? Know, I guess. Wish there was a built-in rock, paper, scissors for us right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here, Come I'll shoot one out. 56. <gasps> Let's go. Partial success. Oh, just barely. The ship rocks a little bit. The monitors turn fully on. You see strange runes, you know, flashing across them. It's a it's a lost language, a language you do not speak. The fans start to kind of fully spin on, and lights even flicker on in this place. Just all the way down this giant tube with the scaffolding that you're standing on, and it starts to like get brighter and brighter, and then it gets a little bit dimmer, and then it starts to get like a little bit brighter, and then it gets a little bit dimmer. It's like, I all right, I got her. Oh, hey, she's she's breathing. Uh, she's not happy about it. Uh, I, I it, it works. I, I'd have to I'd have to get some more energy to really, you know, well, I bring her all the way back. But I mean, we could get out of the break the atmosphere at least with this. We can get off the planet, the moon. That's something. That's more than we had previously. I just don't know how much further we're gonna go than that. Well. If we can get that far, we can always try more later, right? Uh, he looks at the looks at the like pile of nanites you guys have gotten. He's like, I I don't know. I are we are we gonna try and get more people on the ship? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's it. <laughs> I mean, the choices between more people are actually getting off out of the atmosphere, like far out of the atmosphere, right? That's what you're saying. Uh, the best I can do right now is get her, like, into orbit. But as far as, like, flying the ship away, it's not going to make it that far. All I can do is get it into orbit. Do you think you got it to the point where if we tried to revive these nanites, they could kind of take over and repair some of the damage and kind of build it up? I doubt AI would be able to learn that that quickly. Fair. Chairs, seatbelts, probably pretty quick. Oh, I mean, fuck it. Let's juice it again, Tom. You got it in you. The, the nanites or the, the ship? 
I just want to be clear that the number of people we're leaving behind if we don't retrofit it a bit feels significant. Let's do the nanoids then. Frog people and the vampires had to come from somewhere, so if we can just get off the planet, maybe wherever they came from will come looking and we'll get taken somewhere. It's just vampires or the grung will just take the ship because we're floating out in space. Well, if that terror ship is still in space, maybe they'll try to pick us up and we can test our luck and see if we can take it over and get off this planet. Which we would have better luck with all the rest of the people. My vote is for nanites. Right, uh, nanites in. Nanites it is. All right. He, um holds out his hand over the pile of thousands of uh, nano that you guys have collected and begins to channel his uh, last extremely powerful spell uh, in an attempt to bring all these to life and link them to himself so that he can start retrofitting the ship to actually house people. Someone give me the last D100. Just a reminder, 1 through 50 is a failure. 51 to 75 is a partial success. 75 to 90 is a complete success. 90 to 100... He does not spend his resource. Yeesh. No pressure, y'all. Yeah. I'll do it. Go okay. horribly like all of my other rolls. You got this. It's a 54. Hey. Partial success. Partial success. Beautiful. Yeah. About half of the nanites begin floating around him and begin swarming around him. And he kind of like waves his hand. They form into this like giant hand, kind of moves it back and forth. It's like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. Uh, I didn't get all of them. Oh. Well, I'll take mine back then. 3,000 of them. Uh, oh. That was rough. Uh, but you did okay, it. so we'll have to keep it pretty simple, you know, like stuff to hold on to and chairs and seatbelts and that type of stuff. I mean, I think that's all we need. We have, it's much better than we were planning on. We didn't know what we were going to have, so at least we have something. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, you know, one thing, whew, one thing I was thinking about, uh, if you're interested, I don't know, I, uh, Sapphire, can I talk to you alone real quick? Uh, yeah, of course. Oh, uh, also, anything you can say in front of me. Roger, let's, come on, let's just give him a minute. Oh my god. Oscar will just walk further down the tube away from them and let them talk. <laughs> yeah, in this very echoey metal tube. Look, uh, Sapphire, I, I, I think there's one more thing I can do, but I don't know how your friends would feel about it. Uh, I don't have a problem with it, but some people do. Uh, I could bring a lot more people than we can fit on the ship. Maybe it's not their bodies, if you know what I mean. Kind of like the other thing you told me. Yeah. You know, we'll be able to get a few thousand in here. I don't know how many people are coming, but as far as people, I mean, what matters? And he kind of taps his, his head a little bit. It's like, I can get as much of that off as, as we want. Is it something they have to agree to? He kind of like tilts his head back and forth. He's like, I mean, if they fought me on it, it'd probably fail, but they don't necessarily have to know what they're agreeing to. Agreeing to. If you know what I mean. I do. He shrugs. I don't really know how to talk to people all that great, but to me it seems like choice of staying here and whatever the fuck's going on out there and 
you know, I can make it pretty nice in here. Probably be nicer in there for them than the people who are strapped into the weird metal chairs and stuff we're about to build. Yeah, I think that should be an option. All right, well, I'm going to work on the ship. Uh, think about it. I I don't know. I feel like I trust you to make that decision That's more than a, me. A I've... small decision to make. Yeah, sure. And he uh, shrugs and turns to the nanite swarm. And then all at once, like a, you know what I mean? Like an orchestra conductor. He like lifts his hands into the air and the nanites just spread around the ship and start like disassembling these giant tubes where the nanites were previously housed and start moving materials around. Fascinating. Sapphire will go find the rest of the group with Roger probably still protesting. Pouting. (laughs) Um, So dad thinks we could fit about a thousand people maybe. On the ship. It's a pretty good number. Yeah. That's more people than we, you know, we're bringing, last I knew. I mean, we don't Is know how many. Then? I'm going to check my phone. Did I get an email back? Oh, um, what? You emailed... Fallon. Or oh, not Fallon. <laughs> Kellen. <laughs> uh, Kellen. And you told her to wait? Or remind me what you emailed her. So I told her, like, if you don't hear back from us after a while head east, but did I get any sort of confirmation or like, hey, numbers? It's really hard for me to imagine someone checking their email in the middle of all this. Mm. That's fair. I mean... I think the original plan would probably hold. Okay. But I mean, you guys sent it out over the airwaves to get to Hawk's Landing. I mean, you, you told yeah, right. everybody. Spook, Spook was still up, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Grinner, is there anything... Yeah, let's check the, on the, the phone internet. Or on the internet. Yeah, library search. An idea have what's going on over there. 21. Yeah, the internet has essentially been taken over with, um, you know, the, the stories of the frogs helping people. And then also Roger Sacco's live stream telling people to go to First Landing. Um, there are people streaming. I mean, it is packed outside Hawks Landing, much more than a thousand people. Hard to really tell with what you're seeing, but... Those are the two things that the survivors seem to be seem to be doing. It's either heading east to the forest with the frogs, or heading to Hawk's Landing for whatever, you know, the superstar rocker Roger Sacco savior has in store for them. So only a thousand, which is more than we thought, but less than what we need. Right. So there's there's another option. Okay. Which is, you know, how we went into like Grinner's memory thing. Yeah. And came like, out as another vision the, of us, and there's another body. You're talking about, like, transferring whatever that was, whether it be the soul or the psyche or um, whatever that was? That yeah. sort of vibe? We can give a lot of people the option to get off the planet, just not with their body. That's a great I mean, option. We can, we can store yeah. a lot of people that way. Uh, can, can Tom do what he did with us where we got our bodies back afterward or would they just be like kind of what the other form of Kellen is the computer Kellen I don't know I have a feeling it's not going to be as straightforward as just getting a body back yeah I mean who knows what other technologies lay out there true the question is though how do we choose or do we just not give a choice and we lie I mean shouldn't we let them choose, at least. And then when you have 3,000 people that don't want to, we start a riot and everybody starts fighting on who gets in the ship. 
Yeah, blood's already being spilt, it wouldn't be hard to imagine that they'll start taking out each other for the chance to get on the ship. I mean, I think by benefit of association, Kellen's crew, your kid, whoever in our close-knit gets first choice. But I don't know, after the 20 people we have, I don't know how to decide after that. Uh, first come, first served, everyone else gets computerized. I mean, that sounds uh, pretty reasonable. Or raffle, I don't, I don't know. A raffle? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you get your body, you get a spot. Do you mean lottery? Oh, everybody draws straws. <laughs> if you get a red straw, it means you lose your body. The only other way would be, I don't know if you would have time, Grinna, to just make a randomized system. Essentially a one in a thousand draw. And once we hit a thousand, we're done. Could probably whip something up. But then we're splitting up families. I can't... What happens when a mom gets computerized and a kid doesn't? Oh, no. It's either that or they stay here and die. Let's be honest. Yeah, I guess that's fair. That or they didn't take their chances and walk to the frogs or vampires. Right. Okay, then if we're going for the randomized system, Grinner, if you can try whipping something up. Yeah, is that something I feel like I could do in short order, Grant? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like a random number generator, like a little dice roller, roll a d100. Roll a D1000. <laughs> Everyone who gets a thousand gets in. I don't know. Yeah. 17, you get to board the ship. You feel like you could okay. um, come up with the program, yeah. Now comes the question of how do we get word to them to get over here? Did hey, that Tom. email never work? I can. Could send something out on Spookle again. Well, it's still up. Tom? I mean, do we think we could hover this over the Hawks landing? Do, do you have any, like, little magic that could let us make, like, a single phone call? Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, do I have to touch it? I kind of hate those things. I mean, do you have to touch it to use your magic? You tell me, mate. You're the expert. Yeah. Well, then, yes, you have to touch it. Alright, give it here. See, see. Oh, yeah, here. While you're fiddling with that, uh, Seth. Done. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I'm just gonna lean in close to Seth, and I'm like, how are we gonna get notice to your kid? I sent a text for him to be at Hawk's Landing. Okay. Best I could do. Oh, unless I can get Tom to make another phone call. Well, let's, let's, let's try this easy. first. Let's see it. <laughs> oh, thanks, Tom. How many of these can you do? Done. Uh, like eight. Does anybody else oh, have right. any important communications that need to go out? Not really. Parents? Family? Sapphire, as, you, um, as your phone turns on, you get a text message. Ding. Shit. And it's from the Guardian, and it says, can't. Come to Titan. Can't, Fuck. period, come to Titan. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, Grant, why'd you have to do that? <sighs> Sapphire's face falls quite fast. You all right? Seth, you I... okay? N- no. I have to go to Titan. No. Shit. You can't. We have to stick together. You gotta stay here with us. I have to go to Titan. What at Titan? My kid is at Titan. Okay. That sounds like one last taxi service from here to there and then back. <laughs> I mean, it's going to take time for Kellen's crew to get up here anyways, and we're close-ish to Titan. I guess we're kind of equidistant from Hawks Landing and Titan, aren't we? But we got a car. Yeah. True. And they don't. Let me call Let me call Kellen and get her moving, and then we'll head to Titan. Okay. So I'm going to give Kellen a call. Ask about Spoil Scepter. <laughs> I'm not the priority right now. Oh, yeah, she, she answers. <laughs> Kellen? How 
How the fuck did you do that? Don't worry about it. Too many things to explain. Just get your ass up to first landing. We've got an option. You sure? There yeah. Lots of reports of ground getting people off the planet. I mean, it's you safe? can take your option with them, but we've we've got our own. So make a choice if you want. Oh, okay. I, I'll trust Tell you. Tell it to select like a thousand people. Yeah, uh, we we do kind of have a, a, a cap of a thousand people, so if there are people who are hesitating, tell them to go to the Grung. If they feel better about that, great. But make sure you and Flynn and Rory, Olven, Lumi... Spinal Scepter. Spinal Scepter. Dale. Make sure you all get up here. We've got, we've got spots for you. I mean, there's a lot of people here. Way more than a thousand. We've got... They seem to be following Roger. We've got a backup plan for that as well. Just if anyone's hesitating, if there's any doubt, encourage people to go with the Grung if they doubt our plan. I I don't really know how that's going to go over. You're experiencing doubt. (laughs) You're experiencing doubt. Go Go with with the the Grung. I think we probably need some of Roger's (laughs) blind charisma at this moment, Cece. Oh, you don't tell him about the... the... I need a decisive plan here. Where are we going? Tell him to come on down. With you are coming to first landing. She, you hear her like hold up on down. She says, "Roger Sacco says head to first landing," and just a fucking cheers erupt through the front. You all hear from her phone. And there's like sounds like there's a fucking like massive crowd of cheering. Cool. Hey, Kellen, just make sure you're at the front of the pack. Yeah. Why? Because we need you guys to get on first. We'll talk. I don't want to lose there. you guys in the crowd. Is that understood? Yeah. Great. Bring all your money. Roger says to bring all your money, which actually might be helpful. But Okay. Alright. First landing. Here we come. Good luck. We'll see you soon. Okay. We need to get our asses to Titan then, because we're gonna have people here sooner rather than later. So you guys um repel down the entrance here. Before Grinner goes, he's going to upload a program into the first landing computer. Alright. Uh, conceal reveal. 18. The ship explodes. Oh no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Stop fucking with shit. Copies of Grinner are going to be spread throughout the universe. The Yeah, it goes pretty successfully and you're pretty sure it's tucked away in a safe spot. Uh, Tom gives you like a side eye. What you doing there, little guy? Just a little contingency. Uh-huh. Well, see you later. Bye. And he continues <laughs> doing what he's doing. By the way, Tom, we've decided that we're just going to put a bunch of people into something like we discussed. Perfect. All right. Are we telling people or is this like a secret? We're not telling them. Give them the option. Well, we're randomizing it, except for a handful of people. I feel like you gave me two answers. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. There are a select few who are not going in, but the rest we are randomizing on whether they will stay in their meat suits or whether they will be uploaded. I mean, I, there is a portion of the people that are coming that won't leave the meat suits because, you know, they don't even like nanotechnology. Uh, are we agreed on the necessity of secrecy on the plan here, though? I say com- lie completely. Don't tell them anything. That's what I was thinking, but, uh... So two for lie. I get a vote? Of course. Oh... I mean, he did fix the ship. I was going to say we just tell him. I, yeah. I vote we give him the option. And if they don't like the option, say no. 
Didn't we just discuss about them creating mass panic oh, and great. fighting Let's and cause blood? Let's a panic and, and a riot. And, yeah. yeah. Let's all fight each other and kill each other. Great idea. What if they break the ship? Because they're mad. Because they didn't get on. So you'd rather just, just lie and take all. away their choice? Yes. I mean, if they don't want to get off... We give them the option to get off the planet in that way. If they don't want it, fine. They can leave. And what are you going to do when thousands of them start breaking the ship out of anger? They have another option. Technically, two more options. Crowds of people aren't usually the most reasonable. They're in a panic. Uh We're surrounded by vampires and space frogs and exploding zombies. And we have their savior here. Roger Sako is the one, the name that's leading him here. And you just want Roger to be like, go into the thing and get rid of your body. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but he can be pretty persuasive. Write a really cool song about how cool it is to be digital. I mean, that's a pretty good idea. I mean, it's going to be fucking like Mai Tais and beaches in there, man. It's going to be way better than out here. I don't know why people are so weird about it. So we phrase it like that. I'm sure plenty of people, enough people spend time in their, I mean, look at Grinna. Grinna, how much time do you spend in your meat suit versus the virtual world? Oh, I spend most of the time virtual. Exactly. So it may not even be an issue, but I don't want to take away people's choice. It'll be a riot. A lot of people will die. Tom? Yeah, You're not I, helping. I mean, I, I feel like I've helped quite a bit, young lady. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to snap at you. How it's many stressful people situation. do you need for a viable gene pool? <laughs> now you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Cece just you glares at Roger. And Two! To be fair, Roger, we got a lot of different genes coming into the ship, you know, different species and Oh, from what I understand, it works, mate. Works just fine. We don't have to go into it. How about this? Clarify for me what your lie would be. Are you saying that that tell them that's the only option? Or yeah. don't tell them? Okay. See, my understanding was that we were just not going to tell them what we were doing to them, and then just... Oh, yeah, that as well. Yep, I, that's mm, it. This is your only option. Do the thing. Hey, everyone. We have a thing that will save your life. Well... Save you. I am fine. Not ask about the details. I am fine lying about it being the only option. I'm not fine not telling them that they're gonna only have a virtual version of themselves. Roger nods. Oh, we got two, two. Grinner. I, I don't know. I'm not great with people. I don't really trust them to not go crazy and start breaking things. If we just do it real quick, then they'll be virtual and they'll be safe. And it's for the best? And they'll have lost their body without any choice? Bodies are overrated. Not to some people. <laughs> Cece looks at her missing body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 100% that is what happens. <laughs> Roscar? I mean, I tend to be a little bit on the dickish side. This is a little bit beyond what I normally do, but... It, uh... <laughs> I say we just do what we got to do, and I'm the kind of person who's like, well, we do have crowd control, but that would just murder them. So if all things fail, we have that, or we tell them to go to the frogs and the vampires. So you're saying tell them, and if they riot, we just murder them if they don't go to the frogs. We don't tell them if something finds out, we then tell people. Murder them, tell them to go to the frogs. Yes. 
You guys recruited me by telling me to blow off some, like, cut somebody else's. You guys, what do you expect from me? My initiation was cutting off somebody's head. Right, but, but I mean, the, the vote to get is, do we tell them the truth? Or do we? I said no, but if they find out, we defend ourselves and give them other options. Is this a tie? No, it's four versus two. Oh, three v three. Where are you getting a third person on your side? Roscar voted for me. I did. Roscar <laughs> just said no. Now to you. <laughs> I'm confused. Roscar, can you clarify? Did you say no to me? So what's... First clarify, then I have another clarifying question. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. You long clarity. <laughs> We're wasting a lot of time. I mean, I said what I said, and I'm I'm sliding down a rope right now, so you guys make up the choice. Rosco said we aren't telling them, and if they find out, we're going to send them to the frogs or shoot them. That's what Rosco said. Oh. All vampires, do their choice. So the plan is to say, we have a way off the planet. Don't question it. Just close your eyes and not uh-huh. expect people to be confused. That yep. is the most cult shit Damn. I've ever heard in my entire life. Fuck yeah. It's a good thing we know the dealer. Right, I like that's a, that's like the, the cult's like a, big, a thing. <laughs> oh, I guess I can live with myself. Feels weird. You are going to be the cult leader, it sounds like. I'm not getting digitized. Because you have a choice in the matter. Right, I'm privileged, I guess. We don't hey, have time for you. We don't have Team time CC. for a choice, CC. We don't have time. Fine. Democracy is spoken. Hey, right, I'll, I'll keep building as many seats as I can. I, I goals a thousand. I'll do my best. Let's go get your kids, Seth. Off we go. As you uh, get out of the ship on first landing and start to get into Rhonda, uh, looking around this plaza, all the way down all of the different streets, every billboard that is digital. Every television screen, every vending machine, every screen that you can see, as far as the eye can see, suddenly flickers to life. And a man is on the screen. He has white hair that is uh, slicked back. He has this like big, goofy smile. He has this very ruffly shirt, and he kind of waves to the camera, leans in, leans back, and then waves again, and he goes, yoo and that's going to be where we end our episode. That is exactly where I wanted to stop before we do our big super duper session uh, this weekend here. So thank you guys so much for playing. Listeners, thank you for listening. Everyone's still alive, right? Everyone's happy with that. Uh, mostly <laughs> intact. Uh, you got the ship working. You got the nanites working. What, what, else, what else could you possibly ask for in this situation? It's going so, so well. Everybody, we're nearing the end of the campaign here. So uh, I think I already plugged like the Discord and the Patreon before. Uh, just one last time. All of our links are at actualplaypods.com. Links to our Discord, our Patreon, and all that fun stuff. So once again, actualplaypods.com. We'll see you next week for episode 30 of The Homebrew. Toodles. Special thanks to Maiko for the intro track titled New City. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. 
as well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock golem formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot. Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists. When they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M. The Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard Stand. A sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multiclass into Bard. Can't forget about the Defiant. Join the crew. Just a game with Grundle. Yeah, and he's really good, too. A little too good, if you ask me. Welcome, Sarmoth. The dream-weaving shadow of exile. Embrace the shadows. Unleash the dream. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.